Hello, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. I've got a newsletter. You should get it. It's at james.crid.land. But here it is if you're too lazy to read it. Um, this time I'm going to be talking about podcasts on your radio, radio in your deezer and listeners on the air. And we start with Chorus. Uh, the big radio group in Canada. They are adding their podcasts to the radio in Canada. It's a one-hour show played at some point over the weekend. Curiously, there isn't a set time for it, which is a bit weird. It varies from Saturdays at 4pm in Calgary to as late as Sundays at 8pm in Winnipeg. Anyway, it sounds like a good curated listen. Chris Dunner Duncan, the bloke that runs Chorus's Curious Cast podcast network, promoting a different podcast podcast episode every week. It's a crafty way to promote new listening. Indeed, perhaps it's an opportunity for podcast radio, which exists in the UK. Pod news goes on there. It's very good. Anyway, it's maybe it's an opportunity for them to package up their output into weekly 57-minute long packages to allow that to be syndicated to other radio stations, perhaps. Who knows? But anyway, um, it's an interesting uh, idea. Also interesting to notice the press release quoting 980 CKNW or 630 CHED, but it also, produ- it also uh, promotes Global News Radio 640 in Toronto. So they've dropped the CFMJ call letters there entirely by the look of the website. Maybe they never had them there in the first place. Anyway, it's quite brave because Global News Radio 640 sounds quite similar to 680 News, which is Rogers News Talk brand. Um, not too dissimilar a name, but there again, it's PPM measurement in Toronto, so I don't suppose it matters, uh, rather than in Winnipeg, where it probably does matter, because I believe it's still diary in uh, Winnipeg. Gosh, we've got into the weeds, haven't we? Let's move on. I didn't realise that Deezer has live radio stations within it until I stumbled upon a German press release which talks about a new radio tab. Well, it doesn't. It talks about a new radio tab in German. But anyway, uh, live radio has been in Deezer for some time, it turns out. If you got my newsletter instead, you'd have found a link explaining how to get your radio station onto Deezer, and it's free to be listed. Strikes me, you know, that there's something oddly overlooked by Spotify here. Spotify have an overt plan to become the place you go when you want any audio, yet they've got no live radio in there. And I wonder why that is. You'd have thought they'd have been interested in, you know, some of that live radio, particularly if they could have put some form of now playing links to the songs on the Spotify catalogue. I'm sure that's easily doable um, with a little bit of, um, you know, automated listening. So um, come on, Spotify, get with it. Um, Stick some radio in your podcast um, uh, system, not in your app thing. Yes iHeartRadio has built a new Alexa skill that, by the looks of a video that I link to, allows listeners to ask for a request from their favourite radio station. Uh, the video's got a dreadful DJ voice from 1973. Hi to Mark. Mark would like uh, this song for the Pet Shop Boys. Um, presumably, anyway, it glosses over the probability that actually that the radio station that the listener is wanting to listen to is in automation and therefore won't do the request anyway. But it's a nice idea. It should probably be praised. Personally, I'd have built that uh, Alexa skill to capture the audio from the listener, if that's possible, and made the skill coach the listener on how to ask for their song. You know, tell us what it means to you. And remember to finish by saying the name of the radio station, Sunny 95. 
Uh, and if it were me, I would also ingest those into the playout system and rotate them round and round and round the output and have the entire radio station hosted by its audience. That'd be pretty cool. That technique, I think, would especially work for a brand extension uh, radio station. But then this is why I'm not a radio programmer, because I'm sure that there are lots of radio programmers listening to this going, oh, God, really, James? Um, if you didn't watch the video I linked to uh, last week from Radio Days Africa, then I link to this week a great write-up of the session about the future of radio. You'll find that linked from the show notes uh, here on the podcast, uh, as well as a lazy buggles headline journalist who, um, well, I mean, at least he's honest. Uh, he's a man called David Brooks. He's writing for Granite Geek, as ever. It's a uh, story that has nothing to do with radio uh, at all and is much more to do with climate change. But anyway, the title for it is I Couldn't Think of a Clever Video Killed the Radio Star variant for this headline. OK, well, why bother? Uh, Signal Hill Insights always post some good stuff. It feels like a long time since I last saw Jeff Vidler, which I did here in Brisbane, actually. He was um, over for some reason. I think he was a bit coy about why he was over. But, you know, why not? Uh, but anyway, uh, we went out to a pub or two. But he asked how radio could capitalise on its ability to connect with listeners, links to a bunch of research. And he notes a fascinating thing. I keep on talking an awful lot about the human connection being radio's unique selling proposition, shared experience and a human connection. But very few people researched seem to care about the human connection bit. And Jeff wonders if radio hosts really are that unimportant or perhaps programmers are stifling them too much. And perhaps the typical radio presenter doesn't sound too human. Hmm, maybe. Congratulations to Scott Muller. Um, Scott Muller is uh, a man who's been in radio for many years in the UK as well as here in Australia. I have uh, stayed in his spare room once. I doubt he remembers. Anyway, he's been hired at SCA as their head of content insights. And more to the point, congratulations to SCA for the position. Um, what uh, Scott will be doing is grabbing lots of data from their research team to, quote, achieve programmatic excellence. And if I understand the role right, he'll be using data from all kinds of places to make the radio station sound better and to make listeners sound better as well. I mean, you know, apart from anything else, just working out where people skip, where people leave radio stations, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that there's loads of interesting things that you could learn from consumption data via apps and smart speakers uh, and from Australia. Australia's growing electronic measurement as well. It's a very clever call, very good idea. So congratulations, SCA, uh, for hiring a head of content insights. And congratulations to uh, Scott. And I very much enjoyed um, being in your spare room in Balmain uh, in many, many years ago. The dog's barking. Don't know why the dog's barking. We'll just carry on. Uh, cheery news from the EBU. They say that radio listening is down again, slightly. They call it a gradual and persistent decline. The EBU is the European Broadcasting Union, of course, and um, the big number that they have given is uh, youth radio, 83.6% weekly reach in 2015. 
Is it still 83%? No, it's not. It's now 78.7%. We've lost um, quite a considerable amount of, well, 5%, 5 percentage points there, uh, which is a bit scary. There's more detail uh, linked to uh, in the newsletter. Also, an interesting idea from a radio station, uh, Nostalgie, um, which I'm guessing is the Nostalgie in France. Let's just have a quick check. No, in Belgium. It's the nostalgia in Belgium. Um, they have opened a beach radio studio. Um, they're taking the radio studio to the beach, not for an outside broadcast for three hours, one Tuesday afternoon at a car dealer, but a three-week-long outside broadcast of the entire radio station, um, which, to be honest, is quite nice. Human connection and all that. Um, the article that I linked to has a lot of technical detail about how the thing works, uh, which is all pretty cool. Uh, thank you to my supporters, James Masterton, Hauser Dictionary, Richard Hilton and Brunn Audio Consulting for your ongoing support of the newsletter. Very grateful uh, to you. Buymeacoffee.com slash James Cridland if you would like to support me in some way. And if you want more of this um, aloof British accent, then good. Um, I'm speaking at two events this week. One is a Patreon event, Podcasting in the Age of Multi-Hyphenates, which is this Wednesday, 3pm Pacific time. Uh, by that point, I'll have looked up what a multi-hyphenate is. Who knows? And uh, on Thursday at midday in New Zealand, I'm speaking at uh, the TUANZ, the Tech Users Association of New Zealand, about the future of radio in the age of the internet. That's alongside James Butcher from NZME, uh, who is a good man who I've um, had a good uh, uh, chat with on the um, Google Meet. Anyway, if you are a keen time zone uh, aficionado, you'll notice that um, one of those is just two hours before the other one. And on Thursday, the 4th of November, thrilled to be speaking again at the OAB, the Ontario Association of Broadcasters on the Future of Radio, although this time I'll be doing it from here, not from there, because, you know, COVID and everything. But hopefully by next year, I'll be able to do some of those from somewhere else other than here. Anyway, that's it. Um, enjoy. Have a great week. I'll talk to you again next week and keep listening. <laughs>